Hello everyone and welcome back to Local Legends with Lark Farley. I'm your host, Lark. A little bit about the podcast, if you're new here. Basically, I share with you all stories that took place in my small hometown, Brown County in Indiana. These stories range from true crime to the paranormal and everywhere in between. If you'd like to share your own hometown stories, you can email me at locallegendswithlark at gmail.com. Anyway, let's get into today's story, which, you know, I will preface by saying it's a sad one. Uh, when deciding, like, what episodes to do over the summer, I, you know, camping and campers kind of comes to mind. You know, Brown County State Park is a local park in the area, and it's very popular. A lot of tourists like to go there, and so, you know, I kind of started looking at camper stories, and there are some pretty gnarly, intense, and unfortunate cases of camper-related issues (laughs) happening in Brown County specifically, and so today is one of those unfortunate instances involving a camper in Brown County. So we're going to go uh, break it down, talk about it, and uh, just go through the details like we always do here on the podcast. So let's get into it. Today's episode, like I said, involves a man who was unfortunately found deceased in a camper in Brown County. This story is a little bit older. It took place, well, I guess it's not that old. It's last year, April 21st, 2021. So let's start from the top and let's work our way down. Okay, so EMTs were called to a home located in Brown County at 7.30 p.m. on April 21st, 2021, as a body had been found in a camper that was located on the home's property. The man who was found deceased in the camper was 50 years old and was a local of Brown County. Coroner Earl Piper stated on April 22nd, 2021, that he was awaiting a toxicology report results before he would release the cause of death. This was after paraphernalia was found at the scene and was thought to likely be the cause of death in this situation as a coroner was kind of thinking along the lines that the death was due to an overdose. Now, the death was not considered to be criminal in nature due to the paraphernalia that was found. The coroner believed the man had been deceased for over 36 hours before having been found by the EMTs. Now, it was later found out that the man had been staying at his father's house. The deceased man had been staying at his father's house and had been living in the camper. The father had last seen his son around 1 a.m. on April 20th. He had seen his son walking around outside of the trailer and the trailer had all of its lights on at 1 a.m. The father had been out of town the following day and had not seen his son since. The father called his neighbors to go check on the camper that his son was living in because he was not there to check up on his son. Now, when the neighbor went to check on the son, they stated that the camper had been locked from inside and that all of the lights in the trailer were off and they couldn't see anything when they looked through the windows. Because of this and the fact that when the person the neighbor called out the son didn't answer the door or answer uh the neighbor called 911 
Now, once EMTs responded to the scene and broke down the door of the trailer, they then found the deceased man lying on the floor of the trailer. Coroner stated that the deceased man had several uh, known health issues and was also an abuser of methamphetamine, which could have contributed to his death if the death was related and could be proven to be related to a cardiac situation. Now, from what I was able to find online, it appears that the man's death was kind of just associated and related to an overdose, possibly in the hopes of this person taking their own life. Sadly, as sad as that is, kind of seems like the vibe was this person took their own life by using and abusing drugs. However, what was kind of interesting is that there was no official report that I could find anywhere, and I looked everywhere, but no report, official report was ever made public by the coroner on this case, nor were the results of the toxicology report ever made public. That could be due to several reasons, I guess, although specifically looking at Brown County and the way that their reporting kind of schedule works is they'll get notified from the police... Brown County Democrat will then report it, which they did in this instance, and then typically they'll get an update from the police, publish an article in the Brown County Democrat of the results, and then that'll be the end. But this one wasn't like that. They just had this one specific article and that was it. It was never released to the public cause of death in this situation. It could be for several reasons, you know, privacy for the family, especially if this person was abusing meth and uh, took their own life. Obviously, that's a very sad and and deeply affects the family, you know? So I understand wanting to keep that private, although typically, I will say in the past, Brown County Democrat doesn't care about that and just kind of posts it out there. So I was a little surprised to not be able to find anything or uh, an update on this case, although from reading it, it seemed like it was kind of understood that this person had died from an overdose, which is really sad because Brown County, Indiana, has a pretty big problem, pretty big issue with meth specifically. I mean, we've covered previous cases, uh, criminal cases in nature, that could relate back to meth and meth distribution. And unfortunately, there are a lot of overdoses in Brown County. And it's very sad. So that was today's camper-related story. There is a, another one and possibly a third. There's just, yeah, just a lot of people in campers doing things, um, you know, in summer. Yeah. It's a lot. So I'll be covering another camper-related story later on this summer. In the meantime, looking at the next episode we'll be covering is going to be related to the Great Flood of 1913. We're going to be going back in time again. We haven't done a, an older episode in a while, so we're going to be going back to the year 1913 in Brown County, Indiana, when there was a historic flood in the area that caused, as you may guess, massive chaos and actually destroyed a good large portion of the county and made just total a total mess and mayhem 
of the area. So we'll be covering the flood, what happened, what was going on. You know, there may or may not be a farmer who left his entire family to die and 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 in order to rescue himself from the flood. So there was just a lot going on in 1913 in terms of flooding in the area. And we're just going to cover it like we always do and break it all down and go through all the details together. I'm excited for some spookier stories I've collected. You know that those are my favorite. I have a lot of new monster related stories to cover, paranormal stories to cover, ghosts, beheaded statues. It's just all there and we're going to break it all down together. And I'm really excited for the future of this podcast and all the episodes we have to go through together. So be excited for that. Be ready for that. I just wanted to sprinkle in this little shorter story and share that with you. So yeah, in the meantime, as I always say here on the podcast at the end, stay safe, stay hydrated, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye! Thank you.